What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to our latest episode of our 9 a.m. Sunday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, B.C. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. Father, we thank you for success is found in you. Victory is found in you. Peace is found in you. Strength is found in you. So we thank you this morning for waking us up. I love that old time religion because they were just excited to be woken up this morning. And that's why the song was birthed. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Because not only did you wake up this morning, but you woke up with an expected end. So Father, thank you for every step that I take is a blessing every word that I speak is a blessing every time I get to lift my hands it's a blessing every time I get to open my eyes and see color it's a blessing every time I get to walk on both of my legs it's a blessing every time I get to use my hands it's a blessing every time I get to chew food and taste accurately it's a blessing Every time I get to have a conversation with someone and when they speak to me, my ears work, I can hear. It's a blessing. Every time I get to drive and I make it from one destination to another without crashing or being crashed into, it's a blessing. Every time I get someone to smile at me and I can smile at them and make their day, it's a blessing. Every time I walk in the house of the Lord, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So, Lord, we thank you for the many blessings that you shower upon us daily. Every time I get to pay my rent, especially we pay it on time, your mortgage, your whatever property tax, whatever, every time you get to pay your BC Hydro bill, your cell phone bill, whatever bill, Father, it's a blessing. You've blessed us with finances. You've blessed us with a job. You've blessed us with clients. You've blessed us with a car to get to work. You've blessed us with city transit. You've blessed us with bikes. You've blessed us with rides. You've blessed us with food. You've blessed us with clean water. You've blessed us. I'm blessed. I don't know about you, but I'm super blessed. Blessings surround me know about you but I'm blessed if you bless say I'm blessed look at your neighbor say you blessed you blessed you may have a seat give God a hand if you are really really blessed you may be seated thank you say it one more time make the devil mad I'm blessed that's what the enemy don't want you to realize is you blessed he wants you looking for whatever you think a blessing is some big old thing that take too long to be excited I'm blessed I'm blessed well welcome into this blessed house of the Lord and um 
Um, I'm excited today. We have our found our last foundational track of 2020. Foundational track is uh, the group of people that are coming or people that are saying, I really want to make Love Quest my church home. It's a courageous stand. It's it's I I, I found my house. I found my pastors, I found my brothers and sisters. I found the place that I found my school. I found the place where I'm called in this season to be, to grow, to be covered. And I accept that covering. I accept that love. I accept that tribe. I, I, I accept that accountability. I accept it, right? Um, and we're in a generation where folks don't want to make commitments. You can tell in the RSVP trend, everybody wait to the last minute to RSVP, right? We want to keep our options open, right? Um, but I'm excited for the 19 people that are coming this afternoon. Um, absolutely. And for, for those of you that um, didn't even know about foundations class and you you're like no I want to be a part of it um, you can sign up with Effie right after this um, it is at 12 p.m. Um, and there will be you know oh, I got to get some food we will have some snacks we will have some lunch for you and we will have some love for you um, but don't cross into the next year uncommitted when God has given you a place to be I'm excited about what we have here. I'm proud to say that this is a church for sure that you and I'm proud to say that you, your children, your grandmama, this, that house where it's a place for all of you. It's a place for multi-generations and I'm excited and I won't shy away from it. This is a good church. It's great people that are here and God is sending more people. I was on the phone with someone yesterday uh, in the Bahamas that is making their way here, feeling God calling them to our church. And, and I mean, say what you want, but in an apostolic house, God is going to send people from around the world. Let, let me tell you, here, here's, the, here's the grace that's in this city. A lot of people from here want to leave. <laughs> and a lot of people from around the world want to come. So you can have an amazing church sitting in your city. Guess what some people, nah. But guess what people see while they're YouTubing? There's a lady here last night. She said, I've been wanting to come for a long time. I've been watching you guys on YouTube. So please leave the seats open. God is sending who he needs to send. And we just going to keep on. All you're going to keep hearing until Jesus returns. His hammer's hitting the nails. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. And then Jesus going to come back. And then y'all going to see us in heaven and we're going to celebrate. And it's going to be loud. Amen. Absolutely. Um, we started this series a week ago because we are in our fast. So let me, let me seal that. Please, it's not too late if you want to come to Foundational Track. We just need you to RSVP and let us know so we can make space and room. And there should be plenty of food. Um, but I'm excited and um, yeah all right so we started a series a week ago because we started a fast a week ago and I assume that that fast is going amazing um, 
I'm excited and thankful for our Good Life Ministry who is supplying uh, tips and ingredients. Somebody bought me my sea moss, uh, my uh, my sea moss, my sea moss, moss, right? Sea moss, right? Yeah, bought me some sea moss last night. Sea moss is good for you. I haven't never tried it, but I heard about it. And so I'm about to get on my Randy Moss. Amen. Right, huh? Um, you can't just prophesy the Lord is restoring health to the world. He is restoring. The prophetic word was he's restoring long life. How do we know that? Because he's providing the information that man needs to give themselves the best chance to live long. And to ignore that information is sinful. Amen. Sin is not a cuss word. Okay? It's a word to identify we need Jesus. So that's a good word. It just depends on what you do with it. Amen. And so we started a fast, and we're one week in, and we have two weeks to go. And our job is to stay focused on what the fast is for. Fasting and praying has a specific reason that goes beyond dieting. Okay? The world uses fasting for dieting and um, personal results. But the kingdom is not only for personal, but it's also preparation to serve the world as Christ would. Okay? And so there are things in fasting that I am just bombarding heaven with fresh revelation and trying to pull on heaven and Lord help us come out of this fast successful and prosperous. And so I started some new stuff last night, and for those that was here last night and you're here this morning, thank you. But I believe last night's stuff was um, for sure um, not something we can not afford to do review or go over again. It's, it's heavy stuff that your flesh, you heard it, but I know for a fact your flesh had trouble digesting it, right? Um, there's nothing milky about this. Um, except Jesus loves you. Outside of that, um, you just got to get ready to chew. Um, and some of us may be chewing all week long. Amen. The purge to surge is the power of fasting and praying. And in this fast, our desire is to break up. The Holy Spirit has come to break up, to break up the rocky, stony, hard places in our lives. Say break up. But as we break up, like you see a shell and, and, and a, a little chicky or a little dinosaur, you know, you see the dinosaurs popping out of eggs in the movies and all that stuff. It, as you see things break up, there's something that happens and something begins to what? Break out. Okay? But just because a bird breaks out, it doesn't mean it's ready to break forth. Right? And oftentimes we want breakthrough before we break up and break out. But there's a process that the Lord is saying, yeah, I can cause breakthrough. I'm the Lord of the breakthrough. But I love you so much. I know you're not ready for the breakthrough. I need to help break up some things so you can break forth and you can have a uh, foundation for breakthrough. Right? You throw a little chicky out the nest right away. Um, and, 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 and try to ask them to swim over the ocean, it's done, it's over. If you ever watch those National Geographic, those little nature shows, you see, man, it, it's a process um, 
and you notice out of love the mama and the daddy will put their children in harm's way in order to train them to survive on their own and the point of discipleship is not to pamper you throughout your Christianity it's for you to learn how to be victorious on your own say on my own it's, you got to grow up and you can't expect people the disciples that God send you to always carry you there comes a time where you have to carry yourself why because there's only certain spheres of influence that you can impact that I can't so you got to grow up so you can impact who God sends you hallelujah and then break out you got to get out the nest at some point you got to break break forth excuse me you have to break up break out now you have to break forth you got to get out the nest and you'll see them you'll see you'll see them on the shield just push them out and here they look why you do that why you do I was so comfortable up there and he said because I love you you weren't made to live in the nest you were made to soar and as long as you, you see this you could think you're flying if you sit in the nest because you are higher than a lot of things but you're not flying you're just high and as you know that high you feel when you first get saved or when you first change you're like this is so good man I'm saved I'm like yes I made it and then the Lord will let you hang out in the nest for a while and then the Lord brings people in your life to in your flesh you fight it and then you're wondering why all that warfare coming around is to teach you how to fly <laughs> because with your ability to fly man if you just watch the birds we gotta like walk into the water and get warm and all we can do is swim they get to fly over the water and just like chill and like what we gonna eat today and they get to fly over we're the only creation that could do what mostly everything that God created can do fish can't do what we could do but we could do what fish can do and we create equipment for us to live in the water for a little while they can't live and cook like we can cook but we can cook them <laughs> right we can fly we need a vessel to do it but we can fly if you look around you God has given us dominion that's the only reason that you can do what other things he created can do you can mock other things that he created because we are uh, dominating beings and so there's a time for you to break forth and then you break through mark 9 afterwards when Jesus arrived when Jesus arrived we know everything changes when who arrived Jesus when Jesus arrived at the house his disciples asked him in private why couldn't we cast out the demon they were his disciples therefore they should have been able to because he did empower them to cast out demons 
So it wasn't that they didn't see it before. It wasn't that they didn't have the word. It wasn't that they didn't know how. But there was something missing because first of all, you and I can't cast out nothing. So if you are trying to be delivered out of your own strength and might, let me tell you, an Oprah book can't deliver you. A T.D. Jakes book can't deliver you. A Justin Trudeau biography can't deliver you. A self-help book can't deliver you. A Bible plan on the Bible app cannot deliver you. There's things that, principles that you and I both have to have the discipline to exercise to walk in full freedom. Okay? It says, why couldn't we cast out the demon? Have you ever asked, why can't I get over this hump? Why do you ever get, see it's one thing to be frustrated. It's another thing to actually do something about it and stick with the process. say why and Jesus says this type say this type come on one more time say this type as I said last night everybody got a type right Jim you sit next to your type right now that's your type right there you you said I do long time ago that's your type right when you shopping for a car you like oh that's my type and even if you haven't figured out your type when you start getting around something that ain't you you know what's not your type Right? So you may not know what your type is, but you know what it ain't. <laughs> you ever ask somebody what you want to eat? And they like, I don't know. Then you say what you, 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 give, you give a suggestion. They like, no. Like, well, what do you want? I don't know what I want, but I know what I what? Don't want. It ain't that. <laughs> this type of powerful spirit can only do you see powerful spirit not powerful person powerful spirit can only only what does only mean only means what only i love those words that mean the word you ever go look up a word <laughs> thinking you're gonna get something deep let me go look up what only mean and you get there and it means only amen <laughs> only be cast out by fasting and praying cast out it can only be uh separated severed from me by fasting and praying fasting and praying they go together it's the twin towers it's a combo punch it's not separate they only come by the combination fasting and praying church this type is very directive it's directiveness it is it has specificity to it it is a very intentional thing so this type God is not trying to leave you out in the open and just general come out of Dylan and that demon just sitting in Dylan just like he don't even know who I am he just, I don't have to go nowhere if you can't identify me if a thief is in your house and you just walk out of the bedroom come out leave wherever you are just leave and they're in your closet somewhere 
But the moment you get closer to identifying that thief that's in your house, that's when fear happens. That's when they begin to come out with a gun. That's when violence happens. And that's what happens. Your life is experiencing violence because the thief is being exposed. But what you can't do is open the door, see the thief, and be like, you can stay there, just don't bother me. No, you got to get out. You have to go today. Not another day will I tolerate you in my life. And if it's in a person and the person chooses to foster the spirit, you can't overlook the spirit just to be with the person or the family or the place. Because if I am a carrier of a thing, then I am a product of the thing. And if I am unwilling to deal with the thing that influences my life, therefore influences your life, then I have to take ownership and say, okay, you can live with it, but I'm not. It's, okay, okay. If, you, if you're dating somebody and on the first date, they like, look, you, you can, we can, we can, <laughs> I'm good, I'm open, I'm single, I, I'm ready to date, but just one thing you gotta know, I got herpes. I got herpes, I'm, I got STD. And uh, doctor said it's contagious. So, but if you want to be with me, we could do it. <laughs> you would probably say what? Bye. Exactly. Not my type. <laughs> That's your type. Not my type. That's not my type. Okay. But 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 when Jesus comes and says, look. Um, there's this thing in your life that you better deal with because it's going to kill you. Or when, when you meet somebody and Jesus says, yeah, they all that, but they got, they got herpes. And you're like, no, Jesus. We, we just put some band-aids on it. I can live with it. And Lord's like, go ahead but this is the it's contagious um, and it can pa be passed on right uh, one thing I told my kid my, my wife I said um, I, I could deal with some of the stuff we got to go through but you big you're gonna be a great mom for my kids right you think about it your kids can't choose their parents it's your job to choose them so if you love the kids that you have, guess what you got to do? You got to do the sifting for them. So for me, I can't ignore herpes. I'm not sleeping with herpes. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to call it something else. Right? Because I'm not the doctor. I go to the doctor to help me diagnose what is infected in my life we go to the Holy Ghost to help us understand the areas of our lives we can't understand and when he tells us this is an issue 
or when you go to the doctor and they say man there's, there's this tiny tiny little little thing it's in its first stage it's not that bad but let's start treating it and you're like nah I got faith that's stupid God still uses medication And so when God warns us and says, look, if we don't treat it now, it will end up being a problem later. And so why we fast and pray is there's those moments that we allow ourselves to be put under the, the CAT scan. You know, there's some processes like you can go get an x-ray and then they're like, we can't see. So we're going to send you over here. And there's, listen, listen, there is some hospitals that don't have the machine you need to see your sickness. That's why they got a helicopter you some hospitals because they can't treat what you have there's some churches there's some men some women some places that cannot treat your level of sickness it's not a bad thing the blessing is there's a hospital that got what you need don't be like well i like this hospital it's close to my favorite coffee shop I want to be downtown Vancouver. No, you got to go get flown to, to Alaska for this treatment. I want the, I want the hospital in Kitsilano General Hospital. <laughs> Kitsilano ain't got no general hospital. <laughs> this type takes discipline. Some processes you can come in and they'll get you in and check you out. Some processes they looked up under your hood and they like, uh, we're going to check you in tonight. And you're going to stay here for a few days because we got to run multiple tests. So it takes discipline and denial. Do you know how hard it was taking Micah to get his surgery? Micah, my littlest son, to get his surgery and to tell a six-year-old you can't eat for 24 hours. And he wake up the morning, I'm hungry, I want some breakfast. No, you can't eat, son. Because you got to clear your system out for this surgery. Do you know how hard that was? He didn't understand then. Make it worse, when he get out the hospital, he can't have nothing but liquids. But if you want to be well, there's some stuff you need to go without for a while. And some fast isn't necessarily 30 days, 40 days. Some fast is two years. Yes. I've been fasting alcohol since 2007. And I'm fast. I'm, I'm done. I'm fasting. But I'm fasting. Why? Because it's available. It's something you still have to deny. Right? Some stuff starts off as a fast and then it turns into a forever just trust God denial and then this type takes dominion you can't be no punk you probably never heard that word in the little Vancouver church I'm sorry you can't be no punk and be free punks 
ain't free because it's a fight to walk in freedom you got to be able to stand up you got to be able to face it, you look 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 man 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 i i i think it's so macho of a man or a woman to look in the mirror and be like you jacked up we're gonna get you some help that's maturity that's manhood right you go to elder john elder john i need some help bro i can't pastor dylan i i need some prayer brother help me out you can't go to everybody and be like help me out that's silly but the point is is you got to rise up and walk in authority over your own life before you lead somebody else's life right and that's where codependency comes in you're satisfied helping other people so you get fed off of helping others but you can't help yourself but what fasting and praying does is it it, 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 it it begins to impart the power that it takes to walk free. We were not made to survive. We were made to dominate. We were not made to survive. We were made to what? Dominate. We were made. You go look at Genesis 1, 26 through 28. Here, subdue, have dominion. You were made to dominate. And then Adam and Eve couldn't dominate that flesh. And that's how we're, do you know we're all here because someone, two people was not disciplined. Two people was too weak to say no. Two, two people wanted the one tree instead of the whole orchard. This type is the root spirit, the root spirit, the root spirit, the root spirit, the root. It's the root, not the fruit. You keep changing the fruit, but the root is there. And as long as the root is there, guess what? It keeps growing fruit. And you keep changing the fruit, you keep changing the fruit, you keep changing the fruit. And you're like, look, I've changed, mama, i changed, mama, i changed. And before you know it, the same problem keep coming back. It just looked different. It sounds different. Now you can hide it a little better. Now you know how you're a mature coper. Now you know how to explain your issue, which then to, to the hearer, you got to hold on it. You being able to explain your issue don't mean you free from it. You ever explain it, man, I know, man, I'm just messed up. Every time I do this, I, I know this triggers that, right? You got, you got the theological, I mean, the, the, the psychological, therapeutical language down. <laughs> right, Elder Pam, you hear people, you, you, you probably see people in the hospital that can diagnose their issue before you diagnose it, but they still need your help. Just because you're aware of it, just because you're aware you need to run, just because you're aware you need to go to the gym, just because you're aware too much fried chicken might end up being colon cancer, don't mean that you got the discipline to put down the fried chicken. Stop fooling yourself because you have a grasp on your stronghold. You were never meant to hold the stronghold. You were never meant to explain it and leave it at that. 
That's what therapy in the world helps you do. You just because you can talk. Thank you so much for listening. I feel heard. Forget being heard. Be free. How you feel better because you was heard, but you still walk home with the bondage. It's like getting out of jail. Somebody come bail you out. And you know, you go get your stuff. I know none of y'all never been to jail or nothing, but you go get, you go, you go pick up the stuff you was arrested in. And they hand you all your stuff, but they tell you, you got to leave with your shackles on. And here come your ride. You hop in the ride with your shackles on. That's how you get in the car with shackles on. You sit down first and then you hop in. Then you got to get out the car. JT. And when you hop on the bus, then you sit out at dinner at Thanksgiving. You out of jail though. But you sit out at dinner. How y'all doing? You smile and you look good. You go to barbershop, get a real nice haircut, but you got shackles on. And then you like, oh, $20? Hey, can you, uh, can you get my wallet? It's like getting out of jail, but you're still bound. And that's how we come to church. We got the lingo down. We sing in the song. We feel good, but we go home still bound. We can explain the issue still bound. That's not God's plan. Then there's the strong man. This type is a specific type, specific type, specific type. God's will is that you know the type. God's will is not you generalize your issue. You know the type. And he's so, he's so interested in you knowing the type that he wants to take you to know where it came from. I know certain stuff came from my, my mama, my daddy. I know certain stuff came from the community I grew up in. It was imparted. I don't know necessarily where they, they got it from, but all of our behavior has been adopted from somewhere. And those same familiar spirits that influence your great, great, great grandparents is the same spirits that are in your bloodline to make sure that you are destroyed. Mark 9 goes on and say, now when Jesus saw that the crowd was quickly growing larger, he commanded the demon. He commanded the what? Demon saying what? Deaf and what? Deaf and what? Deaf and mute spirit. He, 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 it was specific. He didn't just say, come out. He said, you deaf and you mute spirit, come out now. I command you to come out of him and never enter him again now i'm gonna try to move quickly so you need to go to the to the to the to the app and you need to listen to last night's message because me trying to review some of the stuff that flowed last night is disrespectful to the revelation that was given i just can't explain it the same way right but point here is what we do is remember the you I command you when he commands you who is he talking to and when he says come out of him who is he talking to he's talking about the person carrying the spirit how many people ever didn't carry some spirits around you carrying some now keep your hand down all you want to you got something on your you got you carrying something around if we followed you for a couple days we could identify exactly what it is
that lion spirit come out of you right now no, <laughs> deaf and mute spirit now you got to understand this is the root now can you imagine Danny that this deaf and dumb this deaf and mute spirit this is the root but what it was causing, it was causing them to be tossed around. Suicidal thoughts. It was causing them to disrespect family out of the frustration of this sickness. A deaf spirit was causing him not to hear from God. This isn't just meaning he could not hear. This means also spiritually that it's something stopping you from catching revelation. This means that someone could be trying to help you in your life and somehow there's a spirit that's telling you they're manipulating. Deaf spirit is stopping you from hearing the word and the word producing fruit in your life. So you haven't seen change. It might be a deaf spirit you've been fostering. <laughs> it's a deaf spirit. Jesus said we got to get to the root of the problem. Y'all been, you hear, hear, hear Elder John. You've been trying to cast out a demon. And the initial gateway was not able to allow this brother to release the stronghold. See, you could try to cast a demon out of somebody, but if they want to protect it, they not gonna walk free. <laughs> Everybody say they want to be free, but to be free is vulnerable. Some of our greatest strongholds have become our greatest comforts, struggles, I mean crutches, sorry. deaf and mute spirit so spiritually the enemy has stopped some of you from being able to hear what thus says the Lord so you are easily offended you are easily removed from God's perfect plan and you can't, it don't matter how many Sundays, no matter how many meetings, doesn't matter how many books you read, you're not able. This is what happens. You'll read something and you'll begin to tweak it to benefit your current situation. Versus, no, this is what God is saying. Don't twist it. I'm here to help you identify. You're dealing with a deaf spirit. That's why you can come in Mark 4, it talks about four different grounds that heard the word, but only one ground was fruitful. The mute spirit, he said, I command you to come out of him and never enter him again. God's perfect will is that it's a never again. This time next year, we should not be seeing the same situation. You can't be delivered from something you are inviting to take a seat in your house. Who I'm talking to out there? You cannot be delivered from something you are inviting to take a seat in your house.
come in and have a seat. Get out! <laughs> it doesn't work that way. On Sunday, you pumped up around the word and you casting stuff out because you're in a place of authority. Then on Monday, you like, come in. The pastor was crazy. Come on back in. I don't know what he was talking about. Come on. Come on. I had to do that because they just kept pushing it. But you can come back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mark, we crazy. We crazy. Every week, we're inviting stuff back in. God freed us from on Sunday. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I know. And look, you, 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 they just knock on the door. Hey, hi, Dylan. Are you sure you want me to go? Pastor's not around. I'll be quiet next time. It's spirit. I'll be quiet next time. I won't. I, I will not aggravate you so you explode in front of them. <laughs> That's why you'll do something, then apologize, because the spirit around authority and anointing can't be quiet or sit still. And so when you're around anointing, there are certain things that are done intentionally to poke at what's behind you. So then your flesh flare up and it's like, okay, cool. You have told on yourself. Awesome. We know what we're dealing with. So when they know they're close to being free, you begin to learn how to tame yourself and say the right things. But saying the right things around people of dominion never works. And so if Sunday, because where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So that's why we worship how we worship. That's why we fast. That's why we pray. So when you come in here, this ain't no regular x-ray. This CAT scan, this, this, this like the machines that, that, that see every day. Not because of us. It's the Lord. It's, it's love. It's glory. It's integrity. So a lot of times people don't want to stay. Not everybody. Some people have a reason to leave. Some people, it's not that, but sometimes people can't explain why they don't like it or why they misunderstand something or why they're offended or why the music, whatever it may be. This is not a place for everybody. That's not what I'm saying. Not everybody that walks away, something wrong with them. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is when, when you go around somewhere and you're irritated every time you go, you're naturally going to be like, this is not a place for me you will probably never realize that you're irritated every time you go because there's a spirit in you that's trying to get you not to come around because it smells freedom is on the way. So what you naturally try to do is find a way to not be around that place. If we fast, we, we free, we're going to be free indeed in this fast. Inviting to take a seat. So Pastor Dillard, I promise you, man, I'll be quiet. That's why you'll see people, they won't act out for a while. But time reveals. Be like, dang, I thought it was gone. No, it's in the Bible. Jesus was tempted. And he denied Jesus, Jesus denied the devil three times. And the Bible says, the devil said, I will go wait over here 
and wait for another opportunity. So you've made progress for a few months or a few weeks. But if you're not free indeed and never, the Bible talks about the demons go because the house has been empty and they come back seven times stronger and they see that the house is unoccupied. And it says that this time when they come back, the, the stronghold will be stronger. This is Bible. Because you got free on Sunday, but Monday you didn't continue furnishing your new home. So when you don't furnish your new home, it's no different than how homeless people take over or crack addicts or they will take over a vacant building. If you don't occupy it, something or someone will. So when you're doing your daily devotionals, those should be decorating your house. Those aren't your freedom sessions. <laughs> when you leave this place today, you can walk away in faith that you are free indeed, but you actually have to do the work. You can't be delivered from something you are willing to find a way to live with. that rock in the shoe so you're trying to move it down you're trying to move it down the shoe or get it back on the heel I'm gonna keep the rock in my shoe I just need to find a way to run on it so it's on the outside so I'm gonna start running like I'm gonna start running like <laughs> we'll change our whole walk just to not deal with the rock in our shoe <laughs> Be like what's wrong with you elder child I ain't got no time. I got this rock in my shoe. I ain't got no time to deal with it. Let me tell you, you always got time to deal with a stronghold. Right? There's something going on in your body. You're like, I don't want to go check it out. No, I can deal with it. It ain't that bad right now. Well, I don't, I don't think you want to go when it's bad. Why don't you want to deal with it when God is exposing it to you and say, see, it, it feels like it's bad now. It feels like it's uh, four stage. But it's because God, to communicate from heaven to earth, he has to intensify the signal. Because we naturally don't talk heaven's language until we continue to renew our mind. So if God is trying to deal with you, he has to intensify the language, intensify the signal. He got to be in your business for a few days straight. Oh my God, won't they leave me alone? Won't he move on to another message? He is trying to get something to you until, see, see when God is quiet, when you can't pick up the signals, it's too late got to move when the signals are being something willing to find a way to live with you can't be delivered from it as long as you worship the carrier <laughs> right and that's the danger is we only you with me JT this is golden right here we only focus on the person 
and not their landlord. Let me tell you something. Before you get in covenant with anything or anybody, you better find out who owns the property. <laughs> because you got to deal with the landlord as well. Who is ruling that person's life? Let me help you. No one's ruling their own life. Everyone is influenced. Either influenced by God, life of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, or you're more influenced by darkness. Demon spirits have no power aside from our permission to partner. That's passively or per permissively. They have no power unless we allow them in our lives, especially the believer. So you can be influenced, oppressed by demonic spirits simply because of how you grew up. You didn't know playing with Ouija boards was going to open up a door to something. You didn't know worshiping your horoscope you didn't know smoking that you didn't know smoking weed inhaling stuff that you were going to it was a gateway to inhale <laughs> you, you didn't know that see alcohol is more than a gateway to other drugs it's giving you permission to for for spirits that's why we call them spirits See, our creator knew what he was talking about was be not drunk with wine, but be ye drunk, drink the spirit, drink drunk in the spirit. He know what he's talking about. That Bible was written a long time ago. He's the creator. So everything created. He is in. It's us that uses it for its common use or manipulate it for our own personal gain. What have you given permission to exist in your life, even out of ignorance? The Holy Spirit empowers us to identify and break away from the work of the enemy. He empowers us to deal with this stuff. God, take this from me. He like I did. He say, let it go. It's not him taking it. It's you letting it go. You were jacked up before you was born. But let me tell you this. You were also destined. Predestined before you were born. <laughs> you were born a blessing. But you were also born into sin. And before you were formed, before you was born... Jesus died for you. So he's broken. He has, his blood has finished the work. But you have to actually let go of what he's already broken. First John 3 tells us in verse later in the, in the B section of this verse, he says, the reason the son of God was revealed was to undo and destroy the works of the devil. The reason he came on this earth, the reason I assume you got saved is to walk in the undo. 
You can't learn how to be comfortable with that noose around your neck. He said, take my yoke. Pastor Dylan so eloquently spoke of last week. He, he said, take my yoke. You're yoked up with something. But he says, my yoke is easy. And my burdens is what? Light. And then he says, here's the comforter, the helper. He's come to help you. That's why I think it's a, such an attack to talk believers out of being filled with the Holy Spirit. The helper, the intercessor, the advocate, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. 1 Corinthians 12 says this, it is the same Holy Spirit who continues to distribute many different varieties of gifts. The same God distributes the different kinds of miracles that accomplish different results through each believer's gift and ministry as he energizes. You see the spirit realm, Elder Roseanne. So even God, need, for God to really change this world, he needs a vessel to change it through. You see this. He says his miracle work and power he distributes through his servants, his believers. Come help our world, God. Well, you break free so he can help the world through you. Each believer is given continuous revelation by the Holy Spirit to benefit not just himself, but what? All. The gifts that are in you are to benefit all, saved and unsaved. The miracle signs and wonders is not just for the church to be in a building saying, Woo, look at our God. Look at that leg, it grew. Well, if everybody in the building saw, everybody in the building saved, saw the leg grow, how did that help the world? That leg growing didn't do nothing for the body of Christ, but just prove what we say we already believe. But us going out in the town hall and praying for our co-worker and them experiencing back up free, being free from back pain and being free and answer, God answering prayers about their children. He needs us there. But if you just as bound as your co-worker, if you just as confused as your co-worker, if your life is a contradiction of what you say you believe in, then how are you helping the world? You should never contribute to your neighbor's confusion. That's not loving your neighbor. To another, the ability, here we go. Here's one of the gifts of the Spirit, one of the nine gifts of the Spirit. To discern and distinguish between spirits. Listen. The utterance of true and false. You ready if it was easy to discern between true and false you would not need the Holy Spirit's help and it wouldn't need to be a gift <laughs> so might it be without living a spirit-led life in an available vessel that what you think is true has a potential to be false the voice you think is God has the potential to not be. Because if so, why would this need to be a gift given by the Holy Spirit? So that means without this gift, we can be bamboozled.
folks walk around all the time, man, I got discernment. <laughs> I got discernment. <laughs> that, that's a carnal kind of discernment. That's a discernment that comes from experience. But experience can't call out deaf and dumb. A part of getting to know the person, you ready? How does this, how is this practical? We're in, a, we're in a world where we need relationships. We're in a culture that pushes relationship, marriage, business partners, all of that. This is very important for all of us to understand. Business, relational, doesn't matter. It's all relationship. You will never get to where God's called you without a relationship. So this is very important to know. A part of getting to know a person is getting insight and understanding of the spirits that are lording over that person's life. A little less, a little less. Give me like, give me like some, 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 some hums or some, some like pads or something. That sustain, work that sustain pedal. This is very important. Because most of the time, Pastor Dylan, when we are, we like you. Pastor Dylan smile, you just like, ooh. You just say, ooh. Some of the ladies, ooh. ooh. Pastor Dylan, put that smile on him. And some of you know what you got. You know what you're working with. So you just, like the TV, it's just, bing. You know your voice, you know what you got, you know how to walk, you know what to reveal. The Spirit knows what you like, the Spirit knows your weakness because everybody has a type. But everybody most of the time has a physical type and certain characteristics, but characteristics can be faked. Characteristics can be temporary. What are the spirits that Lord, right? How do you think you get a Jeffrey Dahmer? How do you think you get certain serial killers? How do you think you get people? They charm. How do you get kidnappers? Yeah, some just snatch them up, but then some, it's charming. Some of them are nice. How do you think you get married for 10 years and then that fool just flash on you or that woman just flash on you? How do you think we have these murder mystery stories where it started off? How do you think we have these businesses where the, this businessman comes with this amazing idea and gets you to buy into the business and later on they're in prison for fraud? Right? There's, you need the Holy Spirit to challenge your perspective. This is not a bad thing. This is good news. That we don't have, this is a part, when, you, when we always celebrate the veil has been torn, Sion. This is what the veil been torn mean. It didn't mean we could just go run and hug Jesus. It meant now we can see what God sees. Now I don't have to live deceived no more. Because I have the, the mind of Christ. The veil torn gives us access to the mind of Christ, the ways of Christ, the power of God in our lives. This is a blessing. 
The spirits that dominate in a person's life is a heads up of the reality you have to contend with. So if they like, hey, herpes over here. Guess what, Elder, Elder Pam? Guess what we got an option to say? Awesome. I'll contend with herpes. Cool. At least you've counted the cost. But you can't be mad now that you, the two have become one. And guess what you got now? You got Mr. and Ms. Herpy. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad I ain't got herpes. Amen. Are your, are your strongholds and their strongholds compatible? This is very important. Oh, we both like calamari. We like our calamari from the Alaskan Sea. <laughs> we compatible. We both like this kind of movie. Every time we get together, we make each other laugh. We're looking for all these compatibility, but when you discover the familiar spirits that are silent until you yoke up and the, and the love or like is too strong to now break away. That you don't discover this stuff till later. Because if on your first few dates you found out that you were yoking up with something that was detrimental, you would, but it can't expose itself until your emotions are intertwined. Now, because your emotions are intertwined, it knows you will make an excuse to try to live with it. I'm helping somebody. I feel like Dr. Terrence Richmond right now. This strongholds have to be considered as much as interests. <laughs> it's like, yeah, some strongholds didn't pop out in my marriage until in my relationship until I got married. You just wake up one day and be like, ooh, why you didn't show me that one at first? And guess what? You made an agreement till death do us part. Count it all, count it all right what you're making agreement here at this altar is you're saying i am willing to stay with you even with the stuff that's going to pop up later so what you want to do before you pop do there you want to get as many uh peekaboos as possible you want to have as many surprise parties as possible before the honeymoon just be come on surprise i ain't scared come on Because familiar spirits, some of them are smart and they know to be silent. Let me tell you, every relationship has a purpose. It's either to kill, steal, or destroy, or it's to bring life to the full till it overflows. Every relationship is going to bring one or the other. There's no in between. Every relationship is a liability or an asset. And even in liabilities, there's benefits. Just because something benefits you doesn't mean it's an asset. Fasting and praying lays us on the altar to reveal the blind spots and roots of our dark sides. 
fasting and praying lays us on the altar and says, God, search my heart. David says, I put the word in my heart so I might not what? Sin against you. Fasting and praying gives us access to the reality of what the spirit sees. Acts 16, we see one day as we were going to the house of prayer, we encountered a, a young slave girl who had an evil spirit of divination, the spirit of what? Python or Leviathan. The spirit of Jonathan. <laughs> amen, amen. I like having fun when I'm up here. Laugh, laugh. <laughs> we encountered a young slave girl. A young what? slave girl little did she know she wasn't gonna be a slave too much longer I'm no longer she was about to sing that song but but you notice the scripture didn't say we encountered about to be free girl you can't live off about to be free call it what it is you a slave to keep people down, to keep people oppressed, to keep people confused. That's the business you're in. And as long as you're keeping people there, guess what? The next scripture says, Boom. she had earned great profits for her owners. Are you helping the landlord of darkness keep people in darkness? Because <laughs> whoever you are a slave for, you will profit your landlord. See, if you're a slave man, a bondsman, a servant of the Most High God, you can't help but to get to bring profit to the kingdom of God. You can't help but to win souls when you're a slave to Jesus. But if you're a slave to darkness, you make people comfortable in darkness. See, when we're fasting, we, it, it ain't the time. If you're around Love Quest, you got context. We do a whole lot of celebrating and confession and declaration and you going to be this and you big in the spirit and you blessed and overflowing. You rising like cornbread. You, you so amazing. You be popping. We do all of that. But we do all that for moments like this. <laughs> I know we, this can't be a church that's branded by stuff like this. You feel me? <laughs> so, but, but this is this, this is what you got to understand. She had earned great profits. And the men of God says, man, I, we can use you. You good. See, the Lord don't want to stop you from doing what you're doing. He just needs you to do it for him. He don't want you to lose your charisma. He just wants your charisma to be rooted in him. He didn't save me to stop being charismatic. He like, absolutely, I gave that to you. Now we're going to use it for good. Instead of using it for manipulation, instead of using it for brutal. Hi. That's so cute. You got the kids some binoculars. And then she got scared because I was, she up there, but in the binoculars, I'm super close. This Dark Vader up here, girl, you better watch it. <laughs> Amen. I just like having fun because I'm free indeed. If the word, if, if, if Jesus was to, if I, if Jesus was to make me not have fun, I wouldn't be a Christian. 
that, that's not the religion I would choose. Mm -mm. And if you used to have fun and now you saved and you're too serious and constipated and ain't passed gas and I don't know how long, you're too serious. That is not Jesus. Jesus is free indeed. Amen. But the spirit of Python, the spirit of Leviathan, we understand Leviathan is meant to, man, tonight going to be so a snake wraps itself around you to suffocate you. Some of us has learned how to live suffocating. As long as I could breathe a little bit. Some of us, if we look in the spirit realm, we walking around. That's how our days feel. Like I'm going to break in any moment. And then you go look in David, Elder John, in, in Psalm, and he says that, that when I praise, it expands my lungs. It gives me the ability to have great breathing capacity. So no matter what kind of pressure I'm under, man, if you get attacked when you got, you know how quick it is to take you out? When you living off of, to walking through pressure come on lungs expand but leviathan in your life it just squeezes you she kept following us shouting these amazing words that some would have been like hey, you feel me Listen to yeah, what she said. You feel me? You see, you see, you see, don't ask me how the word was. Ask her. You listen to her. She said, these men of servants are servants. These men are servants of the great high God, and they're telling us how to be saved. She's vouching for the gospel, and she's screaming out they're anointed. She's following them. She's sharing their post. She's screenshotting. Right? That's the generation we live in. We would have loved little, little slave girl. We would have put her on our marketing team. She's a great market. She's great for PR. I don't got to say nothing. Just look. Slave girl. Just mm -mm. Listen. And day after day, she kept bragging on them. Day after day, she kept publicizing them. And it says that Paul got greatly annoyed. And commanded, he said, the spirit that was indwelling her, he commanded her to come out. Him, the, He commanded the spirit to come out in Jesus' name. Nothing was wrong with what she was saying. But Paul, they had the spirit of discerning, the gift of discerning spirits to reveal what was behind her. Let me tell you, you know how many services I've sat in and I hear that? just extra amen like there's some amens trust me and while i'm up there's man there's 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 folks that just that the, the spirit of god that's what's on their lives and then there's sometimes you'll notice what i'll say when i'll say something like no 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 don't clap right now or no 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 no, no don't say nothing right now because there's things you don't even know how you're being used you might be dealing with someone that's insecure and you just gassing them up when you need to be held them accountable. 
There's spirits behind people working. And if you don't know who you are in Christ, you will let people's approval lead you to an identity you was never made for. I played basketball. I, I rapped. I did music. I played baseball. I did a lot of things. I went all the way through fire academy and worked in the fire, the fire, fire career for two to three years. All because the girl I was with and engaged to wanted this guy that was like her bro-bro. Fireman. Great. Now, fireman, if you call to a great job, great career. But by the time me and her relationship was done, and I got done trying to prove stuff to her, I'm three years later trying to figure out what I'm made to do. Because I'm like, whatever they need me to do to be who they need me to be so I can keep her, I'll do it. That's the girl I got tattooed on my chest. Hey, girl, look, I got your name on my chest. She, and she had to smile. Oh, that's so nice. I love you. This was after a couple breakups. But I got to show her, I love you. Tattooed. I'm super happy I'm dark-skinned. And it was a ghetto tattoo, so it's almost gone. I got, I got two more years, and it's going to be gone. I just keep on rubbing it like a little, a little lottery ticket. I'm just trying to scratch it off. Amen. Got that girl. She gone about her business. So I pray. I love her family like amazing people. But it wasn't for me. In the essence, I brought the worst out of her. She brought the worst out of me, but we had amazing times together. He's just like, no. But it took the grace of God to interrupt it. Now I'm mature enough, and I understand discerning the spirits. If I would have dealt with myself, but then I move from that relationship and then I move on to other things. So it may not be a girl or a guy. It could be a sport. It could be a career. It could be anything that you're hiding in that you're allowing to identify what your success is. And you got to get to a point where you clean house so God can reestablish his perfect will in your life. If you want to hear more, show up tonight. Give God a hand. Come on, give God a hand. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your mighty power in the name of Jesus. Say this with me. Say, I'm free. I'm free indeed in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for freedom. We thank you for the gift of discerning of spirits revealed to us lord through your word through your spirit by your by your not by might nor by power but by your spirit lord god we shall know we will not be betwixt bamboozled fooled any longer for i'm a child of god my dumb say that again my dumb days are my over. dumb days are over so I thank you in the name of Jesus.
because of who you are, I can stand. And I thank you, Lord, that we will finish 2020 strong and we will not go into 2021 wrong. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord. Tell your neighbor you can do this. Amen. Give God one more hand. Round of applause, please. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we receive another powerful right now word brought to us by our man of God, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.